BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every day single time they have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets i said it risk-free bets profits average three percent every day which adds up to big earnings there's no catch just the smartest betting software on the market beat the book every time with odds jam absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody arch here and it is wednesday max what's happening to uh, generations of people that uh, had no idea that John Madden was a player, a coach, an announcer, is not just a video game uh, spokesperson, if you will. Um, I guess a lot of people found out uh, about how awesome he was. I know Panther, as a Raiders fan, probably uh, you know grew up watching some games that Madden coached. Um, I, of course, you know, got, getting into football. Uh, he was he was the voice of football with him and drunk ass Pat Summerall out there all the time. <laughs> um, you know, uh, rest in peace, John Madden. Uh, listen, great great legacy is just kind of befitting the fact that you know they just had that great all Madden uh, special on him. Mm. Uh, just seems like a good way for him to go out. So, twenty twenty one, go fuck yourself, John Madden. Rest in peace. Yeah, I, I know I'm old. I'm the old guy on this, but even that is slightly before my time. Uh, Flores was the the coach that I knew for the Raiders, but John Madden and Pat Summerall doing the uh, Monday Night Football and and all the games. I mean, that was the standard, right? That was that was the standard to where guys like Aikman and we won't even put Joe Buck in there. Um, you know, they, they try to get uh, with commentary on football games. So, uh, and then obviously the the PlayStation and Xbox, the Madden game uh, goes without saying. He's made a name for himself, even with a a curse is involved by getting on the cover. But we lost a legend. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace, John Madden. Absolutely. One of the greatest announcers. I mean, iconic, really. Right. I mean, just just up there with some of the most iconic announcers in all sports of all time. And for what we know, he never bit a woman's back. I mean, I can't attest to that, but he never bit a woman's back. So if she may that. have like you know leaned over his dinner plate, that would not have happened. <laughs> Maybe if she was part of the turducken. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, in his own little his own little uh, vibes that he had. You know, they, they made commercials where he used his uh, football vernacular. Uh, you know, with boof tough of tough acting to acting kind of thing and then his old uh wouldn't fly the, the whole madden cruiser john john gruden would not fly so he had this big 
million dollar bus going all over the place. And, uh, yeah, just a curious individual, like one of those people you'd probably love to sit down and pick his brain for a few hours. I think John Gruden would fly, but John Madden would John not. John Madden, not Gruden. <laughs> uh, which was always funny because they always had the uh, the Pro Bowl in Hawaii, and it was just always hilarious. Like, how are you getting the fucking uh, the Madden Cruiser over to Hawaii? You know, <laughs> there's no bridge there, so. Uh, I thought yeah. it was like Mr. T. They had to knock him <laughs> out or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think same thing. A lot of the um, things that we do say, like doink, like he was the first guy to say doink on on uh, the the missed field goal. So uh, really, really iconic uh, voice of, of football than in my memory. Um, and and yeah, you know, we've we we have some decent ones nowadays, but I I miss that. I miss the Summerall and Madden uh, called games. The, those were the best. They were the best. I agree. Uh, you know, and coaching wise. 103 wins, 32 losses. Amazing. 10-year span. He, he retired yeah. at the age of 42. He, he, was, yeah. he started at 32 years old. Unbelievable. We talk about like the, the, the Sean McVays or the, the young guys in the league right now, but mm. I mean, you know, uh, Madden did it. He, he was that young guy, and he's like 42. He's like, peace out. I'm done. I don't want this stress. I, I'm a big, fat guy with a big heart, and I don't, I don't want this stress anymore. <laughs> Makes you wonder if he could coach in today's NFL because it's a completely different uh, attitude of player, if you will. They're a bunch of prima donnas. That was the thing about Madden. He was a just a genuine heart, uh, genuine guy. I don't think we've ever heard anything negative about that guy his entire life. No, no, I can't recall hearing anything bad about Madden ever. And uh, yeah, just just a phenomenal career. I'm trying to think of anybody else who did that because he he was like ulcers and and he was burned out. That's why he retired. I mean, the only other guy that comes to mind is somebody like Vermeil. Right. Yeah, but I mean, Vermeil was. I mean, yeah, he was addicted to it. He kept coming back. He kept coming more. back. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, every time he retired, it's like okay, okay, go cry for a couple yeah, of minutes right. and then come yeah. back. You know, you're good. You're Vermeil good. cried a few more times than than Madden or any, yeah. anybody anybody on earth. <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, I thought that was a good uh, segue to t- talk about our uh, DGen rank. We got the, our DGen rank. I'm, I'm glad that you guys uh, remembered to do it because I totally forgot until like midnight last night. And I was like, oh, shit, DGen rank. <laughs> so, here, it is, here it is. The amalgamated DGen rank. And for those of you that don't know, Max and I submit our list to Panther. Panther has a list, too. And then Panther shakes them up in a bag and spits them out. And this is what the, the amalgamated DGen rank. It's Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Both tied for number one. Green Bay, number three. Rams, number four. Cowboys, number five. Colts, number six. Patriots, number seven. Bengals and Bills tied for eighth. And the Titans, right there, number 10. I think the, the, the biggest shocker of this, and it's, I guess it's not a shocker because they're on a three-game losing streak, is Arizona for a long time oh. was in the top three or four and just dropped off our list. That, that's, that's astounding. Well, part of that, because they, they dropped completely off Arch's list. I had him 8th, and Max had him 10th, but Arch uh, didn't have him ranked in the top 10 at all. 13th. And 13th. And then the uh, a couple other outliers here. So Tennessee, uh, they fall into 10th here, but Max didn't have him on his list. And Buffalo, who uh, made the list here tied with Cincinnati, I didn't have Buffalo on my list. So those were kind of the outliers. The top five, uh, general agreement here. We have different order, but for the most part, the top five are the top five. 
Yeah, I, I think the it, I, it was tough, man. I, it's it's tough to get it get this down to the, to the final ten. I was you know, like I almost had Philadelphia cracking in there, right? So I think uh, you know whatever my list is, uh, I did not have Tennessee. You said right, so I think Tennessee was probably like eleventh, and then Philadelphia was like twelfth, and just kind of a couple of teams just jockeying in there, you know, uh, for for those final spots. It is it's getting it's getting a little tighter. You're starting to see who those good teams are but i mean new england they're, they're on a two-game losing streak they're dropping off colts playing some great football right now uh gonna be without carson wentz this week so we'll see if they can get a win cincinnati uh, such a bipolar fucking team so it's it's tough to put them above you know the the, the, the six rank right because any given week they they can just shit the bed or joe burrow can throw for 525 fucking yards buffalo another team uh do we trust them no they got to be kind of lower on that list but yeah, that top five. I'm I'm generally happy with this top five. I think uh, Dallas is a team that I still have some question marks about. They they came out big offensively this week against the Washington Football Club. Can they get back to that? Can they sustain that? We've been saying ever since Dak Prescott had his injury, he wasn't the same. Well, he fucking looked the early season Dak uh, last week. Let's see if he can do that for a couple more weeks. Um, Tampa Bay, you know, I they really haven't dropped out of my top spot. Uh, top one, two. I, I did, did I have them number one this week? Or did they drop? Uh, I'm trying to you have them number. Two, you have them number one. Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Tampa Bay really has not dropped out of my top spot, even despite that loss a couple weeks ago. They they've just been entrenched in there. But I'm starting to see some. I guess you would call it um, uh, movement or cracks. Like I mean, for a while it was by and far Tampa Bay number one for me. Some other teams are starting to creep up on them though. Um, Arch, you had the Rams number one again, right? Yes, again. It's close. It's incredibly close between the Rams and Tampa Bay, but I still have the Rams uh, on top of the list. Number one in the NFL. It's, uh, it's, it, I, it's, it's tough, right? I mean, I, I understand what Panthers' methodology is to a degree as well. Is, is you, how, how do you put the Rams above Green Bay when you know Green Bay is beating them? But, you know. Green Bay, man, only only winning that game against Cleveland by two points. That that just stuck in my head of of man, four fucking interceptions, and you don't win that game by two or three touchdowns. I I don't get that. Yeah, Green Bay's shown some um, some weaknesses here the last couple weeks, and uh, the the one that's kind of stood out for me though is Kansas City. I was probably one of the quicker ones to start jettisoning them up the rankings. Now I have them as my number one team. I don't know if we can confidently say that the offense has caught up with the defense, but they've put up 30-plus points in their last three or four games, and the defense is still playing awesome. So, um, you know, for me, you know, Kansas City, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, the Rams at number four, Dallas at number five. The thing that stands out, though, it's that NFC. The NFC just dominates these rankings. Yeah, I can, on your list, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, for sure. And for for me, Kansas City did move up the list quite a bit too. I have them as number three behind the Rams and the Buccaneers, but numerically, I, <laughs> it's uh you know it's a, a thousand a thousandth of a decimal spot between Kansas City and Green Bay. So neck and neck there, man. And Dallas is right behind them too. So this three four five group is kind of bunched together, and I still have the Rams and Tampa Bay being slightly better than those uh, those other three. 
what do we all think about i guess the the next batch right uh new england we were all very high up on but you know same thing they've lost a couple of games in a row mac jones showed a little bit of regression uh cincinnati uh indianapolis i mean indianapolis is the hot name right now and i i kind of feel again I was ahead of the curve on Indianapolis a while ago, <laughs> and now I'm like trying to piece the fuck out of it because everyone's on Indianapolis. Oh my god, they're so amazing! And and I, I said it, um, what well, was on the uh, Monday show or whatever that I guess Tennessee might be a team that we need to keep our eyes out on. Uh, they uh, they did not make my list, but I. I Man, just knowing that Derrick Henry is waiting in the wings there, <laughs> it's just a healthy Derrick Henry coming back. That's that's scary. So uh, right now. You, I hate when everyone jumps on a bandwagon and everyone seems to be on that Colts bandwagon. It could be Tennessee that just comes in and throws cold fucking water on that soon. Well, Tennessee is currently sitting in the two hole of the AFC playoff picture. Uh, and they have that sweep against the Colts. So they have, you know, pretty much all the tiebreakers with the Colts. And now the Colts are going to take on a Raider team this week that still mathematically uh, is in the playoff chase without Carson Wentz. But if you remember, you go all the way back to the preseason, uh, Arch and I, I can't remember if you were Max, but Arch and I did like this Colts team coming into the season. Got off to a really, really slow start. But they they have, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue. They've been playing as good as anybody in the entire NFL for the last two months. I don't remember that. All I remember is I put them in my DJ. <laughs> and you shat all over me like that's all i remember like that's stuck in my fucking brain about that one time I, I, I put them in my top five and you're like ah, going on. well i think they were three and six at the time or something. <laughs> i don't look at record though that's my whole thing i look i looked at the advanced metrics and the advanced metrics said that they were bound to have a, like same thing with philadelphia i had philadelphia in my top 10 for a while and then they're starting to come together I, you know you can look at record and say, oh, this team is good. But I mean, I still don't. God, this is going to suck for everyone out there in Green Bay. I still don't like the Packers. I put them in my top five and I still don't like the Packers. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, the, pack, the Packers, I, the Packers were more worthy three weeks ago than they are now they've they've squeaked out you know i can give them that little pat on the back hey they're finding ways to win close games but you were right that last game should not have been a close game the defense who had carried the packers all season long has regressed but fortunately the offense has been playing much better but uh yeah the packers i don't know this they get into the playoffs and they'll lose the nfc championship to tampa bay and it won't matter (laughs) they're really tiptoeing in you know that's what's yeah, right. in my mind, though, is that Cincinnati game. That Cincinnati Green Bay game is is one of the ones that just kind of like really sticks in my brain. Like I I, I rewind that one and just the, the 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 doink fest that was Mason Crosby in that one. Just no one wanted to fucking win that one, uh, you know. And, and Green Bay ended up winning it by by a, a game winning field goal. It's like that's your team. That's a, that's a Green Bay Packers right there. Yeah, they they're winning games. I just don't like how they're winning games. I, I know it makes no sense because a win's a win. But when you're saying, do you fear a team in the playoffs? I fear Tampa Bay. I fear a healthy Tampa Bay, right? I, I, th- that, that team's scary. A healthy Dallas team, despite, you know, Mike McCarthy as their head coach and, and their jackass of an owner, I still kind of fear them a little bit. Ah, Green Bay, it's like, yes, they got Aaron Rodgers. They got a good running game. Their defense can be good. They got Lambeau. Yay. I just, I don't feel it with them. 
I think there's a lot of teams here to, to, to fear. But um, the thing I'm taking away from this list, the closer towards the end of the season we're getting, you know, we, we create a lot of uh, conflict between us. We want to argue back and forth a little bit. But I, in all honesty, I think there's a lot of agreement with this list, and it's really coming together. Yeah, and it's funny how it's kind of just looking like how people in the start of the season thought it might look. With you know the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, the Packers, all all right up there in, in the top. It's it's funny how it all just after all this work, yeah, after right. all these questions, it is <laughs> kind of exactly as we yeah, predicted. It yeah. kind of just settles down into what everybody thought might happen after all, it's all said and done. It's pretty funny, you know, all this parody or parody or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The good teams are still the good teams. Hey, let's take a quick break. Talk about my bookie with over five hundred thousand dollars in contest prize money up for grabs. My bookie's got the NFL NFL season covered. They also have winning season covered. Head over to mybookie.ag right now. You can choose from a variety of boosts, free bets, all that shit. In order to get started, though, you got to use the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN when you sign up. Receive double your deposit. That's double your money, double your winnings with your first level deposit with promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, the NBA. National Basketball association affliction addiction addiction whatever um yeah yeah there's a lot of games i'll say that there's a lot of games today i don't like any of them but there's a lot of games let's start off with the charlotte indiana game uh two teams that as of yet have not been dealt any serious blows from covid protocols charlotte they have won two games in a row including a road win over denver that was one of their rare road wins they do not play very well on the road Nine and thirteen, uh, effective field goal percentage that is four percent lower on the road than it is at home. Still, this is an excellent shooting team. I was I was digging through the the, the Hornets metrics, and man, they lead the league in three point percentage. They are third in three pointers made per game. If they're hitting their shots, this is a very tough team to beat. Indiana, on the other hand, they have nothing special about them. They are the epitome of an average team in almost every single category. Yet despite that, they're 11 and 7 at home. They're 5 and 1 over their last 6 home games. I think this is going to be a close one, but I got Indiana grabbing this win, so a $10 money line bet on Panthers Pacers. 
Um, I just don't like this Panthers Pacers team. Uh, they they have no vibe. They have no identity. Um, even though they've won, you know, like I said, five of their last six. You, you just look at this team and the, who's the alpha? Who's the guy? I I like Brogdon, but he's not enough to carry the load here. Where Charlotte has uh, Ball, who's just he's remarkable. He's going to be the franchise for the next ten years. I just had this as too close of a game to call. I couldn't get to a side. I'll probably lean Charlotte plus the three, but I really just don't like this game. Yeah, I think it is going to be a close game. And I think, Max, you're probably going to cash the money line. But with three and a half points, that seems like it's a, it's too many. So I'm going to take Charlotte plus the three and a half here for 10 bucks. I think this is a, a real nail biter. Hey, I hope we're both winners. There you go. That'd be nice. Uh, next one up for me, let us look at Utah at Portland. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is going to be out once again for the Jazz, uh, yet he was out the last game, and they beat the Spurs. That improved their winning streak to four games in a row. So the question is, can they continue to win without Donovan Mitchell in their lineup? And my answer is probably. When you talk about team depth, the Panther, you like team depth, right? That is like one of the things that you love about teams, right? You, you feel that if they have... Uh, it's a necessity. Right, it's a necessity. Where do you rank the Jazz when it comes to team depth? This season, uh, you know, they've got more team depth than we know, because, but we don't really know the names, but the depth is there um, because they've been playing really well. Yeah, uh, here's a couple of names. Uh, we know Rudy Gobert, right? But uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gay, and Jordan Clarkson. When you look at when Donovan Mitchell does not play, any of those guys is the leading scorer on the team. That's depth. For Portland, they don't got depth. <laughs> now, they got some good news that C.J. McCollum is close to returning, but he's not back today. And the Blazers also have some other key injuries. Uh, I don't think they've ever seen uh, Nurkic on the court for the last, like, what, four seasons? Has he, has he played, like, more than, like, five games? I have made a lot of money fading this Portland team. I'm hoping that trend continues today. So a $10 money line bet. Actually, scratch that. Yeah. $15 money line bet on Utah. Yeah, this is a game I'm on. Um, the Jazz, you know, they beat, they, they won their last game that uh, I bet on them, but they didn't cover the line. I'm getting a little nervous about these lines. They're kind of right there at the six and a half. Um, I, I just don't do the money line. I just don't like laying the whatever 250, 300 that you have to for this kind of this kind of line. So I'm going to take the shot that they can cover the six and a half, put 10 bucks on the jazz. I do think the jazz win. I mean, you know, stop the presses, stop the press. I'm pretty sure they win most of the time here, but that six and a half, I couldn't quite have them covering it very often. Uh, I'm just going to lean Utah in this one. Cause it looks like they're, they should handily win this game. Everybody's injured on Portland. They can just stay home and watch jerk off instruction videos. <laughs> that's a call back to two episodes ago uh two sundays ago um that's it for me in the association panther you got a couple more yeah let's talk about those knicks going to detroit you know the kemba walker show continues kind of hard to fade this guy the way he's playing and going against one of the doormats of the league so i think the knicks can go into the palace which is really isn't the palace uh and win by six and a half i'll lay 10 bucks on the knicks had trouble finding my mute button there. Sorry about that. Uh, I I kind of like Detroit getting those points here. Um, Knicks, the, the Knicks are playing better now that Kemba is scoring for them. I think uh, they needed that, right? It's it's 
you never understand what a coach's motivation is. Everyone's saying that it was because of Kemba's lack of defense or defensive effort. That's fine. I get that. But when your team can't fucking score, how about you put the goddamn best scorer on your team in the goddamn lineup and maybe win some games? I think the Knicks win this one, but I have them winning only by about five points here. So a lean on Detroit getting those points. Yeah, I'm going to lean New York with you, Panther. I I can't bet this one because I have New York winning by about 6.4. So (laughs) uh, just a lean for me on the Knickerbockers. All right. Two more games for me. Let's talk about those Lakers. Got to win against houston yay but it's a win now they go take on a memphis team who honestly i think is one of the deeper teams particularly at guard um in the nba now they're dealing with a lot of COVID protocols they got a lot of guys listed out but that depth has kept them going they've been really competitive even knocked off the suns two games ago the lakers are an absolute disaster i'm I think everybody's making money fading the Lakers here. I won money by betting on the Lakers. This time I'm fading them. Lay the four and a half. Give me the grizzle for 10 bucks. Five and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. Vegas agrees. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what to think of this fucking Lakers team. I, I really, really don't know. Um, my numbers say I should be money lining the Lakers. The, my, like, the implied probability says that the Lakers have a chance to win this one straight up and with a plus 195, almost 200 at some books. It says that I probably should do it, but I can't fucking do it. I don't know who's going to be out there, and if it, whoever is out there is playing like absolute dog shit right now. So I will lean the Lakers with the points here, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked if, if they get blown out and, and everyone's looking at Russell Westbrook and saying uh, – what the fuck are you doing here, buddy? <laughs> I'll lean Memphis with you. I had them winning between two and seven points. That was kind of, and it's almost equal across the board. So couldn't really come to a decision, but Memphis should win. They probably cover. So I'll lean with you. All right. One more game for me. You know, it wouldn't be Panther betting the association if I just didn't find a trap to go dick first into. So let's talk about the Miami Heat going to the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs have pretty much been the pure definition of mediocre all season. Miami has weathering this COVID storm, playing incredibly well, which color me shocked now. They're an underdog at San Antonio. I know the Heat are missing a bunch of players, but Jimmy Buckets is going to be out there. Tyler Hero's back. They're still missing, you know, Bam, but they expect that. Uh, I just... I just, I don't know. I don't understand this line. It's probably a trap, but look, give me the Miami Heat plus those three and a half. There's a couple of things that happen when I bet uh, the the Heat or the Spurs. Uh, usually I lose. Okay, so there's only one thing that happens when I bet the Heat or Spurs. I lose. So I, I looked at this game and I'm like, I don't want to, uh, anything to fucking do with this game. Uh, I wanted to bet San Antonio, but uh, I couldn't get to the implied probability. I saw this line with Miami and that was my first reaction. The same as you is like, how is, how, who, who's out for Miami that I don't know about. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to pull up the injury report right now just to see if, if, if there's some surprise injury that I'm just not aware of. Uh, I will lean the heat with those points here. I want nothing to do with this game. Hmm. I, I like it. I, it may be a trap. Maybe not. I don't know, but fuck it. We're getting three and a half with a team that probably wins the game. So yeah, 10 bucks on the heat plus three and a half with you. I figured it out. Oh my God. This is this is, Panther. You're going to be shocked. I don't know if you're going to want to bet this one after I tell you who's out for them. Udonis Haslam. He's not playing today. DeJounte Murray's still out for the Spurs. Who's scoring? <laughs> 
I, I'm totally kidding. You, you know who has God. them is, right? He's, he's like the 50-year-old guy that they just kind of yeah. keep around for fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I graduated with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's all I've got, too. Just a couple in the NBA today. Uh, let's shoot over to the ice. Got some games in the NHL. Yeah. Half the board is postponed once again, but uh, I, I got a couple games I want to talk about. Let's talk this Nashville Predators game heading to Washington. Uh, prior to the break, Predators were one of the hottest teams in hockey, and part of that is just some sensational play on the road. Washington had been slumping a bit. Uh, they, sh- You know what their problem is? They struggle to win games in overtime. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, Looking at their advanced metrics, and there's also some other concerning signs that there's going to be a regression over the course of the season. They rank fifth in goals per game, but then they rank 10th in expected goals per game. And that's a 14-goal difference between what they have scored and what they should have scored based on their shot quality. Now, that in and of itself isn't a major red flag, except for when you factor in their defensive metrics in there. That's a nine goal difference, making the Capitals expected goal difference plus 23. There's going to be a regression. If you add in their lead leading PDO, that is the luck factor. Uh, man, all of that strong play that they had in the first half of the season, you might start seeing it balance out in the second half of the season. Nashville, on the other hand, I think they're going to get their offensive going based off of their shot selection. They, they have a really good shot selection, not, not necessarily hitting some of those goals in there. They've got great goaltending. If if this offense does come alive at some point, Nashville's a dangerous fucking team. Uh, I like them today on the road with this plus line, so a $10 bet on the Predators. Yeah, this is one of the games that I'm on here. Um, a couple of things that stand out for me is, A, Nashville was playing absolutely out of their minds leading up to this little two-week sabbatical uh and then washington it looks like they're gonna be minus their goalie and they were already kind of mediocre you know heading into the break uh, win one lose one win one lose one but i just felt like this was too much chalk for the uh for the washington even at home so i'm with max here i'm gonna put 10 bucks on that plus line with the predators all right yeah i, I think washington wins and that minus 150 might be a little too high. So I you know, probably you guys are probably on the right side of this. All right. Hey, one last play for me. Let's talk Vancouver at Anaheim. Uh, Vancouver, they had won six games in a row prior to this extended break, but now they have not played since December 16th. So I expect some rust from them. Anaheim, they've been off for nine days, but I, on the flip side of it, I think it could almost be a blessing for them. They were slumping a bit. They were a bit banged up right before all of this. They had played four games in six days. I think they needed a little bit of a rest. Anaheim 10-4-3 at home this season. One of the more balanced teams in the league when it comes to offense and defense. Uh, lower PDO, meaning that they could see some improvement as the season goes on. They also rank 26 in that expected goal differential. So I think they're going to regress uh, positively, right? A positive regression there. They're getting good shots, not always converting. And teams have had some good luck scoring some uh, goals on them that probably shouldn't have been. They're already a winning team. I think they can be a contender if these things start to shift more towards the norm. I, I like them coming strong out of this break, getting a win today. $10 bet on Anaheim. This never happens. I'm betting two games. You're betting two games. We're on the same games. Uh, you know, look, you nailed it right on the head. Vancouver was playing lights out before the break. Um, but for whatever reason, 
I like Anaheim at home here. That's about the only thing I've got going. So 10 bucks on the Mighty Ducks. Oh, I like it. I think you guys are right. Only minus 110. Shocking. I, I'm blown away by that line. I, I, I think you guys are going to cash this no problem. All right. Well, that's hockey. You got anything, Arch? Anything that's jumping out at you? Should we look at the St. Louis Blues? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's only minus, what, 130? Yeah. I, I, I feel like the Blues are going to pummel the Oilers. Is that... I I can't disagree with you, right? I mean, uh, Panther, you we were, we were talking about the Oilers, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago when when hockey was still actually playing, and how bad that they were doing. They they started off lightning in a bottle, couldn't be fucking stopped. Best player in hockey, yada yada yada. Good goaltending, and now they look like absolute dog shit out there. So I don't know if the break is going to help them or hurt them even more. Uh, Blues should win this one. Uh, Minus 130 is not bad. I, I had this at the minus 140, mm. 145, and I thought that was a tad bit too high for me. But the minus 130 is actually a pretty nice line. I think the minus 130 is why I'm off the game. If it had been minus 150, 160, I might have been on the blues. <laughs> but uh, it, this is a little too close to even for me, and I don't like it. So uh, lean, leaning St. Louis. Well, there you go. All right. So we talked about the NFL power rankings and who's number one through 10. And we talked about uh, NBA and a little bit of NHL and I guess, Max, that's it. And also, once again, rest in peace, John Madden. Yes. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther. Man, a lot of agreement between me and Panthers today. That could be bad. Take us home. <laughs> could be bad. It could be really bad for a Panther parlay. Let's try the uh, Miami Heat. And all the hockey, Anaheim, Mighty Ducks, and the Nashville Predators. Put those three together. That is today's Panther Parlay. Then we're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.